Hello, I'm Izzy Wiles and you're listening to Taiwan Uncovered, where we look at the creative scene in Taiwan. Now, first of all, I want to say Happy New Year to you all. I had a bit of a break as I went back to the UK for Christmas and New Year, which was super lovely. But now we are right back into the new year and I'm bringing you a super interesting episode today. Now, today's guest for our first episode of Taiwan Uncovered in 2024 is Lin Zhiyu. Now, she is the producer and translator of dance group Dai Body Theatre. This dance group was founded in 2012 by Waran Dushi. He's now the group artistic director and choreographer, and he is also a Druku indigenous person. The group is made up of around 10 members, and they comment on a lot of modern day themes on their performances, as well as drawing on their indigenous roots. So in today's episode, you will get to learn more about the performances and dance of Dai Body Theatre, how they came about, and the indigenous peoples of Taiwan. So welcome to Taiwan Uncovered to you. Thank you so much for being here today. Hello, good to be here. So Dai Body Theatre was founded in 2012 by Wadan Dusi. He is also the group's artistic director and choreographer, and he's also a Drugo indigenous person. Now, could you firstly tell me about the meaning behind the name Dai Body Theatre? What does the Dai mean? So actually Dai is a Drugo uh, term. So Wadan used this word, Dai, actually Dai means uh, to look, to see in uh, Durugu language. And for the Durugu, like old generation, like the, the older, they will say when you encounter something new, when you start learning something new, you just die first. You just to look to see first. Uh-huh. So actually you don't need to even ask to to maybe some to, to ask the, the old generation. You just see. And then you try. Even you you fail, you make mistake. It's okay. So actually, even you make mistake, it's very good because you will learn from the failure. So so the way why we use this term because we think to see and to look first, to observe, to aware everything is very important. That's a great philosophy. I like that kind of like learning through practice rather than being too worried about failure or just asking a lot of questions. Like just get on and do it. <laughs> yes, I think it's quite different. That's a philosophy for different people. So mm. for Druk people, I think they are really emphasized like how to you see everything, to aware everything first. Mm. Then you practice and then you, you learn from your experience. Mm, nice. And what about the body theater part? Part of the name. What does that signify? So actually we are a, a contemporary dance company, but we use body theater. I think it's more, we don't do like pure dancing, but we also like singing and sometimes we will have a lot of like uh, verbal speaking in the our production as well. Because I think for our colleague, our dancer, because they have very strong like traditional dancing and singing background. So using this like dancing and singing thing, I think it's very important. And and I guess as well, I saw one of the uh, performances first and as well, it's quite physically intense what they're doing as well. The dancers are really using their body. So I feel like that kind of stuck out to me as well. Yes. Yeah, so I think in, in, in Forest is very interesting because Forest is, was a production we made on 2020. And then this year we bring this production to the tribe, to three different tribes. So actually they perform maybe on the hill, uh, like beside the river. So they, the dancer need to 
let's say communicate with the environment because、mm-hmm. they need to adjust. It's not only like just、uh, perform on the stage. Is they need to aware like everything,、right. and also bringing back to、uh, Taipei Performing Arts Center is going back to the theater. But since they already have this kind of experience, like body experience in the different. A natural environment. Of、mm-hmm. course, they will also bring this experience back to the theater,、mm-hmm. and also because this year we have a new project called like Our Future. And then in this project, we also try to bring artists and our member back to going to the tribe to learning from the different tribe. For、mm-hmm. example, we go to the tribe on the hill, so they will have the different,、uh, let's say. Body language or the different way to use the body. So、mm-hmm. maybe when we go to the the mountain tribe, we we learn how to do farming, or when we go to the like seaside tribe, we need to learn how to fishing or something. So with this kind of learning or like practicing the different way of using the body is also very important for our dancer. And how did the founder Wadan Dusi come about? Wanting to form Die Body Theatre, how did that? How did that all start? So for Wadan and actually for some of our member, they are all before they were the member of Formosa Aboriginal Singing and Dancing Troupe, uh, Yuan Wu Zhe. This troupe important mission is to、uh, preserve and to learn like all the traditional culture, especially singing and dancing. So with this、uh, background, they already learn like. The dancing and singing from a different tribe, but、uh, after a few years in Yuan Wuzhe, like what then? Actually, I think he there are more question coming out. Like, how do they do like different thing to reflect the modern society? So they decided to found this Dai Body Theater, try to make more let's say more communication, more、mm-hmm. uh, production to discuss with the the people. I mean, you touched briefly on it there, but what are some of the issues that Dai Body Theater focuses on? Actually, we kind of like focus on many different issues. So for the forest production, of course, you can you can see that、um, Wadan tried to talking about the. Uh, Miss the the belief of the natural,、mm-hmm. and also talking about the relationship between people and and natural in、mm-hmm. these days. And before he also have different production focusing maybe on migration, because actually the a lot of、uh, indigenous people they are forced to move since Japan period.、Uh, so Wadan's tribe was forced to move. Over one hundred and sixty kilometers,、mm. so they are forced to move and then forced to learn a different language, to learn Japanese, and later they need to learn Mandarin. And then、um, the the tribe、uh, formation is changed as well because of this、uh, different government. And then also the people need to move to the city because they need to have more job or something. So. The migration is also very important issue in indigenous people.、Mm-hmm. So one of our production before is also talking about migration and then connecting with the migrant worker issue in Taiwan、mm-hmm. as well. Now let's talk briefly about Dai Body Theatre's methodology. What are foot scripts?、Mm. So actually, foot script I will say is kind of the body method or my、mm. body training system. Like what done and the, our dancer, we're starting to collect different foot sprays since two thousand thirteen. And the origin, like why what done has this idea because one day he was taking the train from Hualien、uh, to Taipei, and then when he was on the train because there's no seat. 
that time. So he uh, sit on on the like the between the different like cabin, and then he mm. listened to it. It was the old train, so you can hear the the sound like kolo kolo. And suddenly, like he have some maybe mm. tempo or beats coming out from his heart, and then he he say ah I maybe he can make some notes or mm. notation. I don't know. So he he's starting to notice this kind of beats and tempo, and also the, how the feet mimic this kind of tempo doing this uh, sounds mm. beating. And then I think in a very short time, he already wrote down like more than 30 different full scripts. So we starting doing this uh, kind of learning, and then also share with the the dancer. So every day the warming hour or our um, rehearsal, like dancer will start with this kind of practicing first. And there are very interesting things like、uh, you can imagine that maybe compared to like ballet, because ballet has very、uh, specific like different direction, different side of. How you do the first position or something, but full script is more like everyone, every person, and every day. Maybe you have different kind of let's say interpretation.、Mm-hmm. Because full script, we don't really like ask you to do like specific, very accurate the movement. So it's also very interesting. Like the dancer also share like when they maybe practicing like more for a while, they will also have different kind of coming out. Maybe the feeling and also sometimes they will how. To adjust, or also like how to like communicate with the different environment when、mm-hmm. when we have performance outdoor or like in the in the forest, how they adjust their like full script,、uh, stepping and then in the different stage. So those foot movements of the performance that I saw forest that was a real key part of the performance. Is that something that's always consistent in in the other performances as well? The foot movements. Yes.、Yeah, so actually, I think. Full scripts like almost consists in like almost all of our、uh, production. I think now it's also become part of the our dancers' body inside the body because they practice, they step every day, so be kind of like、uh, very normal for their body. So it's also it will always come out when they do the dancing. So. Thigh Body Theatre consists of around ten members. Would you be able to just kind of briefly describe where all your members come from and their backgrounds? So actually, all my colleagues they are indigenous people.、Mm-hmm. Uh, they are all from the different tribes. So some like what I'm from, Turuku, and some people from Binuyumayan. So actually, it's not only like single tribe. Formation. So we also learn from each other, and most of the members we know each other for a long time. For example, like every like harvest, the important festival, the ceremony of the different tribe will also visit. So we become like kind of a big family,、mm-hmm. and then we also need to learn from the different culture. So it's one also like one of the thing we try to. Do it since before, but now because this year we have the Art Future project, we also try to do it more、uh, to know each other's tribe. Actually, for me, it's also very important, like touching moment. Every time, like no matter it's a production, a performance, or like gathering in in Taipei or in other city or in their 
in our own studio, I always met a lot of like our members' family or relative yeah. or friends. Even they are not really like art lover, but mm. they will come to see the performance. That sounds really lovely. That is such a kind of tight community, and and you're all on this journey together. That that's really nice. Let's talk about the performance forest, which is the one that I saw, and it took place in November. Can you give me a brief introduction of what this performance was about? For the forest, I think what I'm trying to talking about、uh, the relationship between humans and natural environment, and also the terrors, because、mm. um, the now the society is very different. The people has different kind of lifestyle. But when you back to the forest, you have very different scenes. Wang Dan share one story. When he was a child, his father bring him to one mountain, one hill, and talk to him like, "Oh, you just、uh, stay here for a while, and I will come back tomorrow." And then so he was there, and then trying to make the fire, and then keep the fire still like firing. Yeah. And then he's also very like scaring because in the forest it's not really animals、silent. around. Yeah, there are always some、Rustling. sound, and then he was like kind of a little bit freaking out maybe. Yeah. And then, but after that, he realized, oh, actually, as a Duluk people, it's a very important process. So the old generation will bring the young child to the、mm. mountain because to train them. Wow. So because、okay. they also have the Hanton culture there, so his father actually he still like taking care of him like around that area, but he will not just show out. So because he kind of observe like how Wadan like encounter this kind of、um, okay.、Thing. So his father is kind of observing, but Wadan doesn't know that he thinks he's on his own. <laughs> this what he say. I didn't、yeah. check with his father, but I think it's very also show the maybe some of the important thing of.、Him. His culture, like as a person or as a hunter, how do you how do you walk?、Mm-hmm. How do you communicate with the natural? Because、mm-hmm. as a hunter, you are not just take every resource like or just kill animal back to the back to the village. Actually, you also need to think about a different thing. So they will not hunt the the young small animal.、Mm-hmm. So as a hunter, is let's say they will have like hunter philosophy. How to they doing this hunting thing?、Mm-hmm. So I think from his. Forest experience, and also later on when he traveled to the Zhonghen, is one of the high high mountain in Taiwan with the other like our co-creator Yixing. So they decided to turn off the light and then kind of observe the 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 mountains in、mm. the forest, and then feel like oh, actually during the night time the forest is not silent. Of course, actually still it's dark, but not really like. Black,、mm. dark black. It always have such different color, different light, and a different different sounds. It also connecting to their like traditional belief. They believe there are also always some maybe some fairy, some different spirit、mm. in the forest. So this, I think, is one of the the message he want to share in this production. Yeah, I really loved it, and I actually found the rhythm. Of like the footstepping and then the the sounds and and there was the kind of repetition of, of sim- similar movements. I found it really calming. I want to share the other thing about the sound. So、mm. before I thought like we record the sound 
in in the natural places or something. But what and tell me, actually he made it with maybe some bottle like uh, the plastic bottle. So he made the sound. Oh but, wow! But the sound actually sounds really like when we were in forest, mm-hmm. right? So I think this is very interesting. We thought this is like natural sound, but actually this is not. It's mm-hmm. artificial. Was that a conscious decision that he wanted to recreate it himself as opposed to using? sounds from the actual environment actually i don't know why that he mm. decided to do it because it, i think it, he made it when we have the premiere on 2020 but mm. for me it's kind of very interesting i it's kind of like conflict because mm. for me like personally i i totally believe like i thought it was in the with recording in the forest or yeah, something yeah, but yeah. actually it's not and maybe <laughs> just in his studio or something and then he just make the, the sound with the material actually you can take it everywhere so for me it's also kind of like oh okay we can make it like that <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and during the performance the dancers for the most part have their heads covered by this red cloth what was the significance of having having the head covered so the head cover is on red right so mm. red is very important color for Dulugu people so mm. for and the, the socks as well red socks oh, yes um, so the red in Dulugu it's very important. So actually, you can see the red color will always play a quite important element in their custom as well. And why what I want to use red? And also actually in our like previous production, I think red comes out like quite often. Mm-hmm. For Durugu people, the old generation will say for us is that we, the Durugu people, exchange the forest with the blood. For example, as a hunter, you work hard in the forest or like you sacrifice something. So it's kind of like this, uh, they have very close relationship between the forest mm-hmm. and then also the, the Durugu people. So that's why what I want to bring this uh, red color on the stage and very important. You can see it everywhere mm-hmm. with the dancer. And the other color is the, let's say the silver, the kind of like galaxy or the river on the stage. So actually because the creation myth of Durugu people is the first people, two people walks out from one of the mountain and the mountain there's a gap between the stone and the tree. And then between this gap, there's a light coming out and the people walking out with this light. So what I also want to bring this light idea on the stage as well. So there's the the silver, the Mm. light part. Very interesting. And when I saw Forest, I also had a glimpse of the post-performance ritual. Tell me about the rituals involved in when when you guys perform. That's that's really interesting for me as as an outsider observing. So actually, I think in Taiwanese, uh, for Taiwanese artists, mostly we will do tai, like praying or you can say like ceremony when mm. we start working in the theater. And it's more like a, let's say Han culture, like we pray and then maybe the artistic director, the director or the stage manager, he will also like lead us to pray to say, oh, thanks to the spirit here, please protect us, like be safe um, during this week or something. But since my colleague, most of them are indigenous people. And in Taiwan, like most indigenous people, they believe Christian culture. So instead of doing this praying, 
呃祭台。So we will have like every performance, before the performance and after the performance, we will do a like small gathering, praying together. So basically, we just make a circle, and the director he will pray with his language first. And because in Duluku people, he they believe the god and the ancestor exist. More close to the ground, so what then we'll kind of like sit a little bit and then talk talk to the the ancestor, the spirit first, and then we will have rice wine, and then because rice wine is also very important in the ceremony, so after we will passing this rice wine to each. Of our member, and then each of us will kind of talk to the maybe the spirit, the, the environment, the theater. After everyone finish their own speaking to this place, and then we will holding the hands together, and then we will kind of have a little bit like Christian praying, like、mm. in the end, yes. So、mm. one of our member will lead this praying, but because I'm not Christian, so I'm not. <laughs> so, so so she will say, oh,、uh, thanks to the Lord, and right, then, yeah, 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 yeah.、Like、and is that most in indigenous people? Have a belief in Christianity, or have been influenced by Christianity out of your your group? Now it it depends because some priests they have more strict believing regulation. Okay, so maybe some of the practice is not allowed to do so.、Mm. But some like I guess the Catholic they will have like local. They are allowed to combine the local culture or something. So sometimes, even you go to the church, you will see the the Maria.、Mm. He will, she will have a like indigenous look appearance.、Mm. Now in December, Thai Body Theatre have another production, Flying Beetle Nut. What can we expect from this performance? Why we have this production is that we have a very long kind of like history, like because one of our member Anshang, he he is、uh, Binu Yumayan from Binaski Village in Taitung, and when he was still in Formosa Aboriginal group, he has a kind of like small script about this flying beetle nut story, and then but we don't really develop it during、mm-hmm. that time. And、uh, Anshan, because he's also he has own his own band, and he also collect like different like、uh, story and singing from the from his tribe as well. And recently, he also doing the books about flying beetle nuts. And then Watan also kind of look back the old text, and he feel like oh, it's quite interesting. He want to like keep de- developing this.、Mm-hmm. So we doing this this years. What is a flying beetle nut? So in Binu Yumayan, like betona is a very important element. So maybe you can say as a key to opening like different kind of gate、mm. between maybe human and spirit. And so that's why when the Binu Yumayan they will maybe、uh, they have one role called Dalamau. You can understand it more like、uh, a healer. He can make the this ceremony,、mm-hmm. and then sometimes they will using betona to do、so、some the, the arrangement. So, betona can be quite a significant thing amongst、um, indigenous peoples in Taiwan. It depends, but as for Binu Yumayan people, betona is very important. Also, when they do ceremony, they will also place it. 
But it depends. For example, for Duluk people, because they live on the mountain, there's no bitona there. So before okay. they don't use bitona. But now, because also kind of influenced by different cultures, so now maybe some Duluk people they will also when they do、uh, ceremony, maybe they use bitona as well. So、okay. you know, culture is changing、right. all the time and relating again to the environment that、yes. that the people are in. We're coming to the end of our time, unfortunately. But let's just kind of round up with what is the importance of having a dance group like Dia Body Theatre that is made up of Indigenous peoples. Actually, I'm I'm only one member. <laughs> I'm a non-Indigenous person in、mm-hmm. my group, and for me, as a kind of like. In between, I'm kind of like outsider, but now I'm also an insider. For me, the important thing is we we try to have different look of contemporary dance、mm. because we now we are a contemporary dance company. So we're trying to do the production, but we want to also tell our story. And also, mostly, I don't like to emphasize my colleague. They are indigenous people、mm. because as an artist, I don't think we need to、uh, label them because I would not say I'm a Han producer or something. Thing. So, so for me is I will come up to speak about what they are doing now, their practice, their production、mm-hmm. first, and then if people ask me because of the name or something, they will ask, oh, are they like indigenous people in our field? I、yeah. think they are artists first, then they are indigenous indigenous people. Yes. And what about though the the preservation of culture and tradition? How significant is that for what Dia Body Theatre does? So until now, actually, we still going to visit a different tribe, especially our members' own tribe as well. And from this year, because we got the、uh, future project, so. We have more reason to visit this tribe and to do. Before maybe we will do some performance, but doing performance actually is kind of short term. You just visit there. Of course, you will encounter the people in the tribe, but you just do a performance and you go back. We don't really have more time to share with these people. So from this year, what we are going to do is we we will visit the tribe and then we might stay. A long time, maybe more than one week, and then we will try to learn from the the tribe as well, all about the culture, not only singing and dancing, or also some of their like philosophy and their language a little bit, because I think language also present very important role in different culture, especially、mm-hmm. for indigenous people, because in, we have language policies or like everyone has suffered. Before and then now, how we can reconnect this game because the language maybe sometimes not really practice in the some of the the term now.、Mm-hmm. So we also try to making these things to we we cannot really do preserve、uh, now, but I I would say let's try to. Learn it and then make it more live like contesting. Yes.、Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a very interesting conversation. And if people want to find out more about the performances and stuff that Die Body Theatre does, where can they look? Ah,、uh, please follow up like Die Body Theatre Die Body Theatre's Facebook and Instagram. We will have a lot of posts because we re- recently we have so many productions, so、yeah. people can take a look. Especially the forest, we got very good like photo. Please take、Amazing. a look. Amazing! I will pop that all in the description box as well.、Uh, thank you again so much for being on the show, Ji. Thank you, Easy. 
Thank you for listening to Taiwan Uncovered. I'm your host, Izzy Wells. If you enjoyed this episode, do go and check out the other episodes that are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and our website. And also go check out our Instagram at RTI English, where we post a lot of fun interview-related clips, and you can keep fully up to date with all the new episodes. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. Have a great weekend. Bye.